the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308 8867. That's 308-8867 or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome back. Thank you, Alex. Well, we're back, and uh, I'm ready to report on Alabama gardening. Uh, y'all sent me there to learn all about it. to do it in a canoe? Yeah, we, uh, you know, the, the rain was interesting there. I guess it's the difference between the soils. Um, so I'm trying to remember the days, but I think it was Friday. All rain. Is either, you know, maybe it was that. It doesn't really matter. One of the days, the, the tropical storm came in, and just throughout the day, not a real heavy rain, but a steady, 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 steady. And they do the system where they've got the uh, kind of the, the troughs and the ditches in front of homes. So I went walking. <laughs> the, the rain? No, no, the next day when it stopped raining. Oh. And they were all full, and they were flowing, and that's all you saw. And by then I went walking again that evening, probably around 4, it was dry as a bone. There wasn't a puddle of water anywhere. I guess that ground is just real absorbent. I don't know. Where are you? A lot of, a lot of that state is uh, sand. Oh. Maybe the, they, they kept complaining about clay. <laughs> With clay. Well, but if it, if it was clay, that would happen too if it flowed. Oh, okay. Because it went downstream. I thought maybe you went out like Gene Kelly dancing in the rain. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Except Melton would have drowned. <laughs> yeah, I would have. I would not have. And that wouldn't have been quite as limber as Aren't you. Aren't you a swimmer? Sure. Okay. Okay. But hard, was... hard to swim in a drainage ditch. <laughs> That's true. That's a, uh, I rock... don't know. A lot of people around here tried something. I think that's a Roger Miller song. Oh, you can't, no. <laughs> can't, can't go swimming in a, in a <laughs> Alabama ditch. Can't go swimming in an Alabama ditch. <laughs> Wait a uh, anyway. Anyway, uh, anyway, I brought y'all some. We our peach man is back today. Yeah, I, I saw that. I couldn't resist it any longer, since they said they were going to have freestone, and so I stopped by there and uh, spoke with the gentleman and. Uh, Bought some peaches. They were ten dollars a basket, which is was that a good, good deal? That's reasonable. And they were harvester, harvester peaches. That's a variety. Oh, okay. That I even know. I still know. 
Yeah, they were. Uh, first one I picked, I gave them to Cap, put them over by Calvin. And the uh, first one I picked up was ripe, as it, or just perfect. And uh, so that's a that's a good deal. And there, he, he's out here at the entrance to Millburgers, but you don't have to worry about parking because he's on the outer parking yeah, lot. come on in. In fact, I parked pretty close to him. Oh. But uh, uh, I guess these are the first of the Freestone, hmm. which I've been looking forward to. But uh, anyway, the, he's a very nice gentleman. He told me where the orchard was. He, he's associated with a pretty big orchard in Fredericksburg. And um, he said now he's selling Harvester. Okay. So it may be up to me to every time he changes varieties, I'll buy us a basket. That's nice of you. <laughs> I love peaches. Don't yeah. you, Calvin? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially like this, they're sweet. Well, always, and when you talk like that, it reminds me of uh, <laughs> on the peach orchard. The uh, you got your whole crew, yeah, and the first ones that are ripe. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, people uh, are just scarfing them up. Uh, <laughs> and at first, you try to say, "Hey, no, we're trying to sell these. Uh, you can't eat them." <laughs> then you figure out, well, you just let them go. For an hour, two hours, they'll eat their fill, and then they're... But will they be back the next day, or will they be yeah, on the toilet? There were, well, <laughs> generally they came back, and they were... Uh, Very uh, happy. Yeah, they they, they might have eaten one, one or two more. Yeah, but. yeah. And we got... Uh, actually, Laura made a nice dish while we were talking about Alabama a little bit, <laughs> and, your, and your peaches. Uh, we She made a, a nice crepe with... Uh, um, Cream cheese and peaches in it, uh, and heated up the peaches. It was really good. Oh yeah, yeah. So anyway, sure. Trace is here. So yeah. So I want cobbler. We were talking about your peach cellar yeah. out, out at the front, and that's that's mighty nice for you to let him sit out there, and good for the customers too. Yeah. Because uh, I just bought a, a basket of uh, I don't know what they call that a bunch of. He's selling them by the basket. Or is that a carton? Maybe it's a carton. But anyway, uh, harvest the peaches, sweet as sugar. Help yourself. I okay. bought them for you and Calvin and... Yeah, that was nice. Thank you. I still want cobbler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and some ice cream. Well, maybe Mil- Milton has a history of cooking. Yeah. If you just, nah. if you just warn him not to... Not to let it start uh, on fire. My, <laughs> my flaming pecan pie yeah, is yeah. world famous. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Flaming like you burned it? Yeah. <laughs> like I, well, I, there there was no instruction on how long to leave it in the oven. Uh-huh. So I just went by other recipes. He didn't even look in there. Just by the time. I said, okay. if it, Yeah. and uh, Knowing that different ovens cook at different rates. Yeah, I think I and it's was that the problem or is the problem it doesn't tell you what size if it's a deep dish or no that's a problem your problem the oven is a problem. the oven is a problem and yes, you're so. not looking in there periodically well I can look in there periodically why do you think they put those windows in the well oven then box? why do they get if that's the and way lights. to do it why do they even give you the times they if <laughs> they even have lights in them uh huh anyway Jerry, it, Jerry it got kind of blackened for, on the top Jerry was pretty forgiving because. 
Not only did Milton do that, his his daughter did. Yeah. yeah. If his daughter hadn't done it, I'd be I'd be in trouble. But yeah. Well, Trace, what's going on here at the nursery? Uh, lots of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we've got a uh, hodgepodge of things coming in this next week, and it will be a large ad. Oh, good. Wow. Getting ready for 4th of July. Everybody's got to decorate for the... Red, white, and blue plants? Uh, <laughs> actually, nobody grew that this no. year, <laughs> at least as of yet. Um, that is a historic thing, but they did not do it this Oh, did it? Was it really? I yeah. was just joking. You could put the white vincas and the red vincas, and what do you do for the blue? What would go with thinkers in a basket? Well, this, this would be a good. This would, this would be a good. How about blue plumbago? <laughs> there you go. Well, they do have it, but I mean, that wouldn't. Would that look good with thinkers? Yeah, kind of put the thinkers around the blue plumbago. Sure, <laughs> you bet. Uh, or how about Ruelia? Uh, yeah, okay. and and this is the first weekend I can remember. Yeah, that the vincas are actually on sale. Yeah, and boy, do they have a few. Four-inch pot, regularly $1.29, on sale for $0.98. Cents. So i got to get some of those. That guy looks like Tom. <laughs> and? and uh, you did it to do your 20. Well, that's because they're on sale. 24-something. So they're sale. already on sale. It's on sale cheaper than that. Oh, okay. Okay, but anyway, Vinca, the best blooming uh, in the sun, in the shade, very deer-proof for- fence, deer-proof flower, ever. Very forgiving. Now, who is who's this? You, you're making that declaration? Yeah. Oh. I, I'm uh, just worried about him saying in the shade. Uh, yeah, I'm mean, too. He, well, he has a partial a, shade. Yeah, he has a tendency to <laughs> think they grow in the shade. <coughs> um, but they are they are an outstanding plant. I really like those uh, bright. The, the clear white ones and the clear red ones, the coras, of course, are yeah. easy, easy to use. And I had a <laughs> goodness. I think I'm gonna die. Don't die. Don't do, don't do it here. I don't want to fill out any paperwork. Yeah, you know the paperwork. <laughs> They're probably gonna be carrying me out. <laughs> Stay alive. <laughs> don't don't put us. Uh oh, Trace is getting help. <laughs> no, I got I got I got to go. Oh, they walkie talkie me. Oh, okay, go go, and then we'll talk about the purse lane you found for me. That's so cool. I sent Trace a uh, a picture of Purslane that we saw in uh, in Georgia, and uh, okay, wait, I'm gonna, I'm bringing you down so that uh, okay, tell me when you're done. So what is what and, is different about Georgia Purslane? Uh, well, it was real pretty. So I asked him. I said, first off, what is it? I thought it was Purslane. Would you drink some water? Take a sip of something. You're 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 di- you're dying there. Um, oh, okay. Here, I'll show you the picture that I sent him. Well, I'll try to. Uh, and uh, I said, because I wasn't confident in my ability to uh, to name it, identify the plant, and he said it's personally. And I said, do we have it? See, this is the... Uh, oh, yeah. That is a, st- a strange is pattern. Strange. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... <laughs> Goodness, it's red. People are now staring at you. Uh, it's it's red. Uh, oh, there's now nobody left with white ran. stripes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then Trace, uh, Calvin, you're, you're feedbacking on me. Then uh, Trace went and he sent me, he said, I said, do we have it? He said, no. And then he sent me this picture, did he? Well, I don't know. I guess he 
texted it to me, but I, don't, I didn't save it. But they're the same one, so we have them now. Oh, they're, great. They're, yeah, they're real pretty. So I'm going to get and some of those. Grab that. Now, I was able to get a little cutting that I put in a Starbucks. Oh, uh, you no good. <laughs> so, uh, was it in your mother-in-law's uh, yard? I can't say. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Was it in the neighborhood? I'm not going to say. Oh, it's not. Im- it's not important to the story. Is so, that a public building? I'm not going to say. Oh, <laughs> but uh, Greg, yeah. Greg and I would be proud of. I know. I thought of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they'd probably visit you in prison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll take. I'm taking everybody with me if I <laughs> well, go down. Well, uh, the yeah, nice lady is <laughs> the cuttings he took. If he took a cutting off, yeah, of personally. Has uh, probably caused it to have more flowers on it. Yeah. Because it branches. And Trey said, it'll grow. It'll grow fine. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he mention rooting hormone or anything? No. Else, huh? So, uh, and I tugged on it this morning and it kind of gave a little resistance. Could it root in a week? No. Okay. Well, it could begin to root in a I'm going to leave it alone. It's happy. <laughs> it's a nice, clear little Starbucks cup, so it's like a little terrarium. Yeah. yeah don't underestimate them because that, that's the major weed I have uh, on the uh, oh. patio. Okay. And they Did you? Get, they'll get a, they get a cover. They'll have a root set cover the whole container. Yeah. So you think you just go, can go pull it up, <laughs> and up, up comes all the soil. With uh, it, so. Yeah. Did you uh, happen to get it at Starbucks? The cup? No. The first leg. No, I'm telling you, I can't talk about it. Oh, okay. Court order. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, personally, is easy to root. Good. And I, speaking of easy to root, I saw some, there are still some uh, Malabar spinach plants left out there. Oh, and I'm a big fan of Malabar now. Are you? Yeah. Well, did your mother-in-law have some? No, she planted it. I brought her one. Okay. She planted it, so we'll see what it does. Did you, uh, and I've got a horror story to tell you in a second. You're, you're a fan of eating it or just growing it? No, growing it. And so we planted it in a hanging basket and, of course, left for about a week. And so <laughs> for seven days, it didn't get watered in that hanging basket. Yeah. And it's gone crazy. It is, uh. <laughs> it is happy as can be. It's starting to vine up the thing. Yeah, it looks like a succulent. It looks like purslane. I mean, it looks like a succulent. Yeah, so is it, oh, is it a succulent? I think so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's it, why it roots easily and uh, takes drought. Yeah, I'm a big fan now. <laughs> well, well, you haven't eaten it yet, Melton. Well, I know. Just because you can grow it doesn't mean well, it's, that it's you ba- like it. Baby steps, you know? Oh. Baby, baby steps. Okay. And uh, the other thing was uh, I was going to tell you that uh, <laughs> the uh, Adette planted the Bex Big. Yeah. It's the only thing that's... That, that sprouted, uh-huh. and she planted it in a a container. No box that's already three feet high. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like no one that knows. So and that's that's just out of the seed. Yeah, that's so uh, you're not even taking root and start growing yet. So it'll be interesting to Tell see. Tell her not to can, fertilize it. Don't fertilize it. No. Uh, I think we may be too late on <laughs> it, that. one, It'll too. be in the house. <laughs> so. They're excited. They planted it amongst the zinnias. I have a picture for y'all of the, <laughs> the zinnias and Bex big okra that look about the same now, but I'm sure they won't for a yeah, while. Yeah, the okra, thank you. Hey, you want to help us trace us back? You want to talk to Lewis with us? Sure. Got a cantaloupe question. Lewis is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi there, Lewis. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Good afternoon, gentlemen. 
I have good a afternoon. question about my cantaloupes. I've, I've planted a pretty good-sized patch of Athena cantaloupes, and they're dead ripe. I mean, just soft and juicy. Couldn't get any better quality and not a bit of sugar to them. What can huh. I do different next year? Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've, I was really surprised. I mean, I'm talking about I've got a half a dozen on the counter, and we cut them all up. And I swear if I raise pigs, I'd go feed them to the pigs. Wait a minute. What, what uh, variety did you play? Athena. Athena? Athena. Athena? Athena. Is that what you're Athena. saying? Spell it real quick. A-T-H-E-N-A. A-T-H. Athena like the Greek god. There you go. Like the Greek goddess. There you go. Like the Greek goddess of Athens. Next, we've had a lot of rain. Yeah, uh, while they were developing, did, did, did he leave too many on? <laughs> uh, uh, did, did he leave too well, many these on? Things, well, these, things, these things are about the size. I'm serious. They're almost as big as a the volleyball. They're, I mean, no, I, I'm. Oh I, yeah, I, they're I, enormous. I, yeah, they're they're big, big fruit. And you're right. We had a tremendous amount of rain in yeah. May, and and but I would say the past two weeks, three weeks, you know, as they've been. Coloring up and right, you know, going from green to that salmon color, you know, nice. Yeah. I mean, and I let them on the vine until, in fact, I had four of them were rotten already. I let them go too long. I mean, you know, <laughs> they were just already overripe. Yeah. And, uh, well, did, did you let? Did you? Them and, and then just bland. Did you say that you let let some get really ripe? I let some get too ripe. I mean, they just rotted. I mean, they were they oh, were okay. they were uh, overripe. You know, they were already uh, too soft. Trying to. Trying to push them to the very end of the sugar. Yeah, for years, uh, Dr. Larry Stein and David Rodriguez and uh, uh-huh. and myself and some of our volunteers grew uh, maybe about, uh, fifteen types of uh, of uh, cantaloupe. Yes, muskmelon. And uh, uh-huh. it was it was amazing the difference in the sugars in the difference in the variety. Uh, and, but, and, uh, and that's what I was hoping you were going to tell me. What has in your experience been one of the better melons? I found that with peaches the same way. I, I, I play with different varieties of peaches, and yeah, some of the Florida varieties I've just cut down. I've I've, I've got my two three favorite varieties of peaches that 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 have great flavor. But I thought the same well, thing on cantaloupe. This is this is variety. This is I don't think this is climactic at this point. No, uh, the uh, the famous Pecos melon uh, yes, sir. that everybody uh, Pecos cantaloupe right. and the, right. the Uvalde cantaloupe uh, mm-hmm. were grown on the uh, uh, in 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 Uvalde and everywhere. The right. uh, uh, they use perlita. A uh, variety developed by uh, uh, Texas A and M by the same guy that did the uh, uh, I think he did watermelon. His name was Korea, Doctor Korea. I think he's passed okay. away now. But uh, he developed uh, cantaloupe just for those regions, Uvalde yeah. and Pecos uh-huh. and whatever. Mm-hmm. And for years uh, they were they would work, but uh, if the, it has a lot to do, sugar development has a lot to do with sunshine, with the amount right. of sunlight they receive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you would think that would be logical, since uh, 
the leaves, <laughs> the leaves manufacture the sugars. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes, into uh-huh. the fruit uh-huh. and go into the fruit. But uh, in lieu of a rainy, cloudy development, uh, variety has a lot to do with it. Now, the one that uh, that we got transplants of here is an old variety called uh, uh, Ambrosia. Is Ambrosia? Okay. Okay. That we have transplants of here. That's an old variety, but it uh, most of the time it's sweet. So okay. you might try okay. some Ambrosias. I'll do that and, next time, uh, huh? Okay. Do you buy your seed out of a seed catalog or something? Yeah, I, I buy it out of seed catalog. Okay. I bought it. I bought. I bought from Will Hyatt, usually on my melons, but I bought a. There's a new company out of Georgia that's got a lot of hoss tools to selling a lot of. I would say. Um, Better flavored okay. vegetables. I was buying from them, but I will have to usually who I try to buy from. Yeah, that's a good one. But, yeah, but uh, you think an ambrosia would be a good one to try? I'm not. Yeah, it's it a, I mean, I was oh, it's an old variety. It's big variety and uh, has big fruit, and uh, it is usually sweet. Okay. Now I'm not saying that the weather can mess it up. Or if you can find if you can find one of the perlitas, okay, P E R L I T A. I don't know if they're off the market yet or not. There used to be one called Uvalde. He named one after Uvalde, and I haven't seen it in years though. But it was small, but it was sweet as sugar. Oh. So uh, just look around for some of the perlita types. And, and that's what I'm looking for, just melons for myself and family and friends, nothing to market. Yeah, so right. I don't have to worry about. That's what I'm saying. I let these things get, like I said, just, same thing with peaches, just dead right. I mean, you couldn't haul them across oh, yeah. town without them bruising. Yeah, they you know, don't. That's what I was <laughs> if, the wrong, if you got the wrong variety, no matter how ripe you let them get, they're not going to get any sweeter. Sugar. So Perlita and Uvalde, look for those, and possibly uh, Ambrosia. 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 You should be able to find Ambrosia. Okay. Okay. That's Alrighty. good advice. I, I do appreciate okay. you. Okay. Well, we that. thank you for calling. Oh, let me, Thanks, Lewis. Can I ask you just real You got just a second for one more question? Yeah. Um, real quick. Dr. Shreve used to experiment with, with um, walnuts at Uvalde. Do you know if any of his walnuts? Carpathians are still anywhere out there. I had a bunch of budwood from him. I was looking at my walnut the other day, and the last of the grass had died. And I know Dr. Freeve has you know, been passed a long, long time ago. There's one There's one tree out there by the, on the back side, on the, uh, I guess that'd be west side. Of the research west station? Of the uh, U Valley Research Station. Did you ever grow any of those English walnuts? Yeah, and I fruited them. I fruited some of his Carpathians, but I'm anthracnose took them out. They they didn't last. Yeah, right. Fifteen years, but I actually took that's why I took them all out. And you you never ate uh, a a good walnut off that tree, did you? No, no, and nothing like a pecan either. I mean, there's just no oil to them, but it was just a novelty. But he actually, so we were back. Before the internet writing letters, and he would send me a bunch of budwood that he brought from Romania or somewhere. Oh, that's nice. I would I would forget uh, English walnut and remember fondly Doctor Shreve. 
I finally remember Dr. True. All right. I'll right. <laughs> Thanks, Louis. For next Thank year. you for calling. Have a good one. You too. Got to take a break. Be back in a moment. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. The Answer. On 9.30 a.m., the answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We'll get to James in just a second, but I want to tell you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. If you're starting to have trouble, and you're probably not starting, you probably have had trouble for a while with mosquitoes, you need to give Spider-Man a call and uh, find out about the Care mosquito trapping system that I, I kind of describe as like a bait system that, that, that works out there. So they, they go in, they... Uh, uh, get the the toxins that eventually kills them, but they go, they fly out, and they spread them. And, and Spider Man can explain it to you much better than I can. <laughs> but the main thing that you need to know is it works, and it works well. Uh, Millburgers has them. We have uh, Miami uh, uses them on there. Uh, I know that Walt Disney World and uh, uh, Spider Man brought it to San Antonio and has worked with it for a while very successfully uh, with with the stuff. So they still do fogging if you need that, but they can. Uh, Focus on the Into Care system as well. 210-656-3721 or GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. Yeah, give them a call. You'll like you'll like the system, and uh, you can read more about it. But have, ask them to explain how it works for you. All right, we got James on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, James. How are you? Hi, pretty good. How are you guys doing? You on the porch? Yeah, oh. on the porch. So far, it's okay, except for Jerry's coughing. He's, he seems <laughs> oh, to be okay. Better, uh, we were worried for a while. I got me some more water. Oh, good. That'll help. So what, what's going on, James? Guys, make, make sure they're uh, they're happy and got everything they need. Huh? I'm Actually, trying. Sometimes I worry about those uh, those guys, you know. Uh, well, hey, we're you guys we're talk- in the shade. That's yeah, good. we're okay. We were talking about that uh, Uvalde cantaloupe. I heard yeah. you talking about it. Yeah. And uh, the, the, where I get my seeds for that Uvalde is, uh, is Burrell's up in, uh, in Colorado, up Rocky Ford. They, they're still selling seeds for that variety. So what, wow. do you, what do you think the sweetest variety is for our buddy uh, Lewis? Well, the, the French Charentes are the sweetest, but they're, nobody grows them because they don't know what they are. But oh. Um, they're the sweetest, but uh, that uh, that Uvalde is pretty sweet if, if you can grow okay. it right. Yeah, and it's it's uh, I think it's powder immunity resistant. I think it was bred for it's got resistance, uh, disease resistance. Yeah, the fruit so, is not that big, but you know, right. It, it, that it's was really what, good. That was that was what caused this downflow downside. But uh, was it is that the fruit is not that big? But who in the hell needs a big fruit? Yeah, I mean, you, you know, well, it's, it's you sweet. Know, Get two uh, of them. Yeah, they're they're real popular with the with the people that like a sweet treat. You know, that's a that's a good watermelon, and they put on a real good crown set. Yeah, um, right. And that's what I like about them. You know, uh, they'll stay on the they'll stay on the plastic where they won't. They they'll run and make more melons, but most of your harvest is on the plastic, and then the bottom yeah, don't right. rot out of them. 
Yeah, that was probably what it was developed for initially. Uh, where, where did you say, what was the seed company you said that still sells them? Uh, Burrells, they've been around for a long time. They pretty much invented cantaloupe there. Burrells is in uh, Rocky Ford, Colorado. Oh, okay. What's that? Does it start famous. with B? Yeah. Ch- I can't you spell say? it. How I do you spell it? B. B. Burrells. B okay. or a P? B is in boy or B. P is in Paul? Yeah, B-E-R something. Burrells. Okay, They've okay. been around for a long time. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good tip. I didn't. I didn't know uh, that was still available. That's a good yeah, tip. Yeah, I like Very to cool. support that's a good melon. Thank you, James. Mom and pop. Yeah, they got a mom and pop organization. I like to support them. The, the, okay. The smaller growers. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Okay, thanks Bye-bye. for calling. Yeah. What, what transplants did we say we have here too? Am- Ambrosia. Ambrosia. That's right. That was the one that Jerry recommended as well. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Do we want to ask people now, for cantaloupe reports? <laughs> no. Okay. What, what? Oh, I still want to know if you can make cobbler out of cantaloupe. Yeah. yeah. I don't what? think you – I don't know why. It doesn't seem like – because it's all water <laughs> that you could make cobbler out well, of. Well, it's water in the middle, but uh, can you, it's got flesh If you've ever side. made a cantaloupe cobbler, <laughs> call us now at 210-308-8867. Send Milton the recipe. Send me the recipe for cantaloupe cobbler. Did uh, did y'all ever work out the uh, Crenshaw thing? Yeah, Calvin did some research. What was it, Calvin? It was a melon. It's a melon. But it's a squash, too. Yeah. Uh, oh. With a history of uh, hybridization. Yeah. But I I was thinking about it as I was going to get my water inside, and uh, somebody, some seed company could have named a cantaloupe variety oh. Crenshaw. Uh, it's kind of weird, but uh, now they, yeah, they, this one they they cite relationship with squash. Okay, let's see. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> we are now passing the information. I'm gonna fix Calvin's mic. Oh, it's a, radio. a cassava. And uh, the hybrid of cassava and cantaloupe. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Never yeah. heard of it. Live and learn. You're just learning something new every day. Yeah, every day. Do we have those in? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was just checking. <laughs> um, well, okay, so we were talking about some of the items that we're in. Next, so next Wednesday... Go to MillburgerNursery.com and see the ad, and you'll see all the, the stuff that's uh, that's There's in. So much stuff. So cool. Much stuff. <laughs> Lots of butterfly stuff too. Some of it. All right. Cool. And I see you've got uh, the David uh, Black Stocking Napier Nap- Napier Napier Napier. Yeah. Even on sale. Yes. Was twelve ninety nine. Now nine eighty eight. We uh, talk about it in the article in Express News today. Oh, too. do you? Okay, yeah. yeah. And I got 200 more coming next week. Oh, oh that's good. Whoa. <laughs> good for you. So what's so special about this? Ten, ten feet tall. It's, and Yeah, it's big. Okay. So red. People it's red. a unique look. People that want uh, the full-size pampas grass, you can't really find that anymore. And, it does, and this one doesn't cut you to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> not, not like a billion paper cuts. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it... But it uh, also, 
uh, freezes back to the ground in most cases. And I took that's uh, good in San Antonio. Yeah, but not all of, all the time. That what that's what makes it uh, pretty when it comes back. Just like I told y'all last weekend, I think about my neighbor and her purple heart <laughs> that she had that froze back to the ground, just like mine does every year. And uh, and I told her it, it's gonna come back. It's gonna come back. We are that stupid thing needs cutting again right now. I mean, uh, I guess they fertilize the bed where I don't. And it's a it's a well made bed, but those things are growing like I won't be able to see her windows uh, very much longer. Mm. There, that's a wonderful plant. We got a it, tomato. It's great, and um, if you like it, pay attention to Wednesday's ad. <laughs> yeah, what? Go to MillburgerNursery.com <laughs> and you'll see it right away. Now you do you have the uh, you have the purple one or the green one? Purple, purple. They may they may have a green sport. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, uh, but uh, it's great, and I dare not mention this stuff. Uh huh. But you can just break a piece of that stem off. <laughs> Don't mention it. Uh, <laughs> and here the, we go. Uh, the yeah. amount of time invested. Uh, there in you go. <laughs> Most people would much rather just buy a plant and stick it in the ground. There you go. And and look for Wednesday's ad. And right now it's on sale. Nine eighty eighty, that sound right? No, yeah. you're on a different plant. Oh, which one did y'all jump to? We're talking about uh, Purple Heart. Oh, 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 oh. Rather than I thought you were still on the black stockings. Okay. Yeah, you're you're like I'm I'm going behind. You're like, you're like a minute Is behind us. I saw we had John. No, it's black stocking. <laughs> I saw we had John on the line. So let's get to John at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey there, John. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Doing good. How about y'all? Doing great. What's going on? How can we help you? Uh, I was wondering if y'all had fall tomato transplants yet or if you knew when you'd get them. Listen at you. All right. So, um, <laughs> historically, the uh, first week in July, they're available. Yeah. But we don't start building any kind of inventory to the second week of July. And we, Jerry and I, have generally recommended them. The third week in July. <laughs> and we'll, yeah, don't and we'll go carry them. I mean, we, it builds to the to like the, the third, fourth week in July, and then we start going back the other direction to the second week in August. So the, the best quantity and varieties are generally going to be uh, late uh, late July, but uh, theoretically very soon. <laughs> and uh, I think for a lot of gardeners, including me, the uh, uh, spring tomatoes are, are still producing a few but not like they were and uh, so it's a little easier to pull those plants oh yeah and uh, they did a wonderful job but don't year. ever it's, pull them if they've still got one ripe tomato <laughs> right Kevin I don't know I've, <laughs> I've been feeding the uh, mockingbirds and, <laughs> and the woodpeckers for, oh. for three weeks now so does that help you, John? Yeah, I thought so, about last year or the week before that they did something about the growers getting them out earlier than normal because of the heat, but I don't yeah, we, I may uh, Last year was a little earlier. I don't think we beat the heat yet, do you, John? Last week I got them the first week of July. Okay. Yeah, that's, what I that's, that's, that's normal. So uh, 
What kind of what variety are you looking for? The first week of July is normal. It's normal, but I didn't okay. see anything available, so uh, so obviously it's not going to be the. It could be late the following the second week, but not the first. Yeah. You know. Did you hear what Milton asked? What variety are you going to get? Oh no, I didn't hear that. <laughs> he asked trace it. No, it won't be one that we carry. What? Spring, what? spring set. Spring set? What variety they're, is that? They're, they're shaking their heads. Uh, <laughs> Celebrity will be the first one we get in, and right. uh, historically, be the first one we get in, and it'll start going into Tycoon and some of the cherries after that, and then the odds and ends will start showing up the next week. And those are varieties that are recommended for this area, right? Correct. Okay. I won't. I won't carry any varieties that are not, with the exception of uh, some of the heirlooms. No, like, I I don't think that they do very well for fall. It takes way too long for oh, them to, to yeah. get to production. I don't think they do very well for spring. I, I wanted to give it some credit. <laughs> it will have a few tomatoes, right? Yeah, it could. And they'll be big and ugly. All right, I appreciate it, guys. <laughs> okay, Thank thanks for calling. All right, two Talk to you later. 308-8867 is the number to call, 210-308-8867. Still looking for reports on sweet cantaloupe and cantaloupe cobbler. <laughs> so far, the phones are not lighting up for that, Trace. I'm, I'm worried. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. Foxtail fern is on sale. Mm-hmm. Will that grow in the shade, do well in the shade? That will grow anywhere. Oh. It says, an excellent choice for hanging baskets and containers. What about in the ground? Sure. Okay. Regularly, number one, these are number one, number one pot, and formerly the one gallon. It's ninety nine. No, it's nine ninety nine. Regularly. Now that's screaming at ten dollars. No, but it's not at ten yet. It's not ten. No. It's on sale for seven eighty eight or three for twenty one dollars. So three for twenty-one dollars would be seven dollars, and would be about a three-dollar uh, savings. There you go. Right? Yes. <laughs> Almost. Yeah. Per plant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still sure. got Mexican heather. Still got mm-hmm. blue plumbago. A lot of Mexican heather. <laughs> hey, was that blue plumbago picture taken here at the nursery? I think it was. Might be. A lot of times if she can't find uh, anything online or that we've done before, she'll just go snap a picture of it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and uh, both the foxtail fern, I remember in the spring, was really popular, and the blue plumbago people were looking for after the freeze. Yeah. And it's a really good deal on the blue plumbago if you haven't gotten it yet. And uh, I watch blue plumbago when I drive home in the yard. It's come back pretty. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> it's come back for you wouldn't know the the ones that that froze down with us you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't know it you Uh-oh. just yeah it's, and my fire bush is back oh is it yes, yeah, it's right. yeah it, when they come up they really Pride, start Pride growing Barbados is back everywhere oh yeah, yeah. and yes we have that on sale too Luck, luckily we didn't listen to milton to kiss them goodbye man y'all are easy to, <laughs> I, I don't remember saying it i can remember someone else saying, you don't remember saying it Saying they wouldn't make it just to pull them up. They're not going to know. No, uh, no. I told you where it is. Obviously, they were from the Caribbean, and so they. That's that's what I heard on one garden show. I don't know which one. Milton, you're a glass half full guy. <laughs> Thanks. 
for not passing the buck back right back at him. Yep. I told you, okay. I told you that Neil Sperry took using that. No, what? Kiss him goodbye? Yeah. Oh no, I didn't know that. Maybe maybe you weren't here. It was last week. Oh, okay. That's surprising that Neil would yeah, say that. Yeah, Neil jumped right in. Where that. he got that from? His I don't know. Buddy, Doctor Parsons. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great though that they've come back. Uh, people are taking posting pictures on Facebook of the. Uh, they're pride of Barbados. They yeah. came back. And, and the Esperons are blooming. Oh, good. I haven't I've seen the Thoralis uh, in my neighborhood. The uh, leaves are and the stems are back, but I haven't seen the blooms yet. All right, uh, we're going to take another quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. I think we have a question coming up to us. 210-308-8867. Because he's walking up to us with a dead plant in the bag. You kill well, the hell out of that. Okay. Yeah, we'll, tell <laughs> you more about, man. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you what happened right after this on 930 AM The Answer. And welcome back. To Are the- you lonesome? a.m. The Answer. While Jerry and the guys are answering a question off the air, let me tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military and Hebner Road. If you're looking for a place that will help you to uh, bring nature to your yard, uh, whether it's uh, all kinds of varieties of birds that are in this uh, area or uh, squirrels or whatever you're looking for, uh, Wild Birds Unlimited, I like to think that they're, they, 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 they describe themselves to me as uh, problem solvers. So if the problem is you don't have these things yet or you want to get more of them or you want to make your yard more attractive, they help you solve that problem. Uh, if you're just looking for different feeds because the squirrels are getting into your uh, your feed, then they can help you solve that problem, too. It's Wild Birds Unlimited. Give them a call and visit with them, uh, 210-479-BIRD. But go by and visit with them at Northwest Military and Hebner Road. You're like dealing with Kyle and the rest of the gang over there at Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military and Hebner Road. All right, that was uh, Colonel Parker. We celebrated his birthday, uh, so by playing a little Elvis for you as well, Colonel Tom Parker. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. While Jerry's trying to solve this, you want to explain what we were looking at, Trace? We were looking at a dead camellia. Yeah. That's a long story, Trace. Yeah. I, think I was trying to surmise it. He did a good job. So, in theory, he grew it, he had it in a pot for an extended period of time while he was trying to acidify the ground. Mm-hmm. There, there's no permanent way to do that, but he was using uh, uh, several different acidifiers and fertilizer, which Jerry brought to the attention is basically all salts. Okay, yeah. So, within five days of planting it in the ground, uh, it started looking peaking. Pinky? Peak it. okay. So, and the soil was staying wet. So we think it's both things, the salt buildup from the fertilizer and it's staying too wet, rotting off the roots, was the demise. Is that it? What was it? Is it an azalea? Camellia. 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 Yeah, it's it, the, uh, let's see, Trace, let's tell folks, in a container... Those acid-loving plants do best if you do them in a container, but it's a challenge even in a container, and you. Uh, you, but, you but but accomplishable. Yeah, um, and uh, what, what what some potting soil and some just, just a decent potting soil and feeding with something like mere acid every two weeks uh-huh. for the rest of its life is generally enough to counteract the lime in the water and keep it functioning. 
That's in the container. That's in the container. All right. Um, yeah, in the soil. If it did have a, a small issue, you know, chelated iron here and there wouldn't hurt. Uh, but there's generally enough iron to counteract the lime in our tap because our tap bar is full of lime. But so, but, but if you put it in the ground, the the the, the alkalinity is going to fight back and eventually the alkalinity is going to win. Okay. So that's good to know because we. Um, I've known of one person that's been pretty successful. They they used a trench method and they ripped out. They ripped. Am I there? Yeah, there you are. Um, added sphagnum peat in quantity, which is an acidic peat. But they lined that that uh, that that trough or that uh, that line that they cut out of the ground with with uh, plastic, so that the root system wouldn't be fighting the pH of the oh, outside that's, soil. That's smart. I still think it's temporary. Yeah, but uh, they had better success than most do. Yeah, I've seen, I've driven through some neighborhoods and I've seen like hydrangeas. Are they the same thing with the acid loving? Yes. Okay, so. But more manageable. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. And Jerry has a good a suggestion for him that he was pointing out was uh, just dig a hole and put the container in the ground. Well, that's the same thing as lining it, but eventually. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Eventually those roots still come out of the yeah, bottom and of the, really get to the real world. Yeah. It's the real world that's the problem, not the, not the plant. Using that purple, uh, that's a napier grass. Napier grass, yeah. Where's that? Oh, Going in that cart. Right there. Oh, okay. Very cool. It's in a gallon, son. Look at how large it is. Well, I've had them for two weeks, and I think they're uh, two and a half feet tall already. Oh, gosh, It's yeah. like they're getting an inch every day, give or take. Yeah, they might be three feet tall now. Yeah, we were talking earlier about the forgiveness. I don't know if you heard this, about the Malabar spinach. Is it forgiving? It was for me. We we went out of town, left it in the hanging basket, got back. It looked great, and I don't know that it got watered, and it was already vining up the the thing we put it on, which was wonderful. It look it looks great. So, did you get to eat any of it yet? Not yet. It's still pretty small. I'm just I'm just afraid to touch it now because it's it's you know doing if, well. You know, if you pinch on it and use some of it, it actually gets fuller faster. Huh. Okay. I'll have to do that instead of one viney thing. You got two or three viney things. Okay. I like this now. We asked him if he was happy about it because he had tasted it, but no, it just survived. It was all. That's uh, in Milton's case. That's that's half the battle. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll have to try it. We need recipes, so I need listeners to call me with with Malabar cobbler. No, Malabar. I, I, I was going there. I, I know I was you were. Do it. Yeah, with you, the, yeah. We need recipes for. Uh, just use the same recipes for spinach. Spinach, just eat it straight out of the. You can. Yeah. Okay. I think you were cook, sp- cook it with bacon. That's that's, okay. that's a good secret. Do you yeah, do I was it, trying to you, remember. You do it raw it's, too. I think it's. Yeah, you can eat it raw, but it's, it's more bland than oh, spinach. spinach. Okay, but that that for some people that's good, and the texture is, is uh, inviting too. So everything's better with bacon, Milton. Okay, I remember that. Sprinkles, or am I actually cooking down the bacon? Am I getting pork fat and mixing it up in the? Sure. Okay. Well, and even if you collect uh, bacon, uh, bacon grease. fat off of your. Uh, cooking eggs and things. Okay. You use that, that fat works well, too. Okay. Well, I can do that. But, yeah, and you still have some here, right? I think so. Yeah, I think uh, someone, I think Jerry said he saw some. So, yeah, what else, Trace? What else? What else is going on? Lots of Incas. We mentioned that. Good deal on them at 98 cents. And at the, we, we got the Bird of, Bird of Paradise sale. 
of all Bird Paradise sales. Yes. So we have Mexican Bird of Paradise. Okay. And we have the real Bird of Paradise. The tropical, yeah. I thought it was kind of cool to do both of them at the same time. So uh, Strelitzia, I believe, is the flavor for the orange-purpley, the, the real Bird of Paradise, tropical. Got to grow it in a pot, move it in and out for cold. Uh, but that has that big fancy bloom that you always see those fake flowers looking uh, that they, they make for. Uh, I, I always see them every time I go into one of those craft stores. Oh uh, yeah, big blooms. Yeah, and then then you got the the durable um, Mexican variety. So if they bought the the tropical, and what would they have to do in the winter time? I would grow it in a pot and bring it in. Um, it's tropical, so in my mind. 40 degrees would be the cutoff point because the weatherman's never right. So if they're calling for 40 or less, I'd haul it in. And it also has a much better chance of blooming when it's root-bound. So small pots are not necessarily a problem to uh, to have that in. Okay. I was trying to get the – my computer is uh, locked up, so let me get the price for folks on the sales. But, uh, yeah, Jerry's still trying to explain. And I, I think it's falling a little bit on deaf ears. Uh, well, it's we may we it, it's fairly complex to to deal with acid-loving plants in in our soil. Yeah, but, I think, and people make it even more complex. There's all these little tricks that they they think work. And, that doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't seem to work. Yeah. Um, that Jerry's explaining. To spit, you know, spit three times and it'll acidify. Almost some of the. Uh, Jerry said, well, there's only a couple things that make sense to me, like coffee grounds. Okay. That, that makes sense to me. Uh, vinegar, that makes sense to me. You got to be a little careful with vinegar. Yeah, aren't you, you don't burn the, or you dilute it sufficiently? Dilute it. Okay. But if you can dilute it sufficiently, then yeah. it really does. And coffee make, will help in pots to acidify? Co- sure. Okay. When I was young and single, I, my plants lived off of uh, warm beer and cold coffee. <laughs> so no snails and lots of uh, lots of acid. They were very happy. Oh, oh, he's now breaking. All right, let's see. I'm, I don't know my computer. There we go. I'm trying to see uh, what's on sale. We've got a couple minutes left. Um, anything else we want to hit on? We talked about the first lane, the Vincas. Um, what about uh, Trace on your... I did get in some peaches and some apples and some plums. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. You got palms? Plums. 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 Which one? We had a customer. Uh, Santa Rosa, for sure. And I can't remember what the other one was. Oh. oh okay. So we have Mexican Bird of Paradise in the number three pot. is 1988. And the... Tropical Bird of Paradise is in the number five pot, so it's nice and big, and it's pretty. Uh, it's uh, on sale for twenty-eight eighty-eight or two for fifty dollars. And we've got the lawn fertilizer on sale still too, for two for sixty. Yes, so that's good. There's rain in our forecast. Yeah, so I almost not, saw not the necessarily uh, a bad time to think about it. Okay, when is it supposed to rain? I saw Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Wow, that'd Thursday. be nice to break the heat. Start, even starting Sunday on some forecasts, late okay. uh, Sunday afternoon. I did see the Sinisa blooming a little bit, so I'm, I'm kind of confident that forecast is right. Hmm. I know, you're a, you're a naysayer. You're a skeptic. But I was looking at mine. Uh, mine. You're not blooming? 
It's got a little, a few color, a few uh, blooms on it, but not any kind of declaration. Okay, well, I'm going with it. So check out Wednesday's ad now that you've mentioned that. Yeah, MillBurgerNursery.com. Specifically for that plant okay. you just mentioned. Oh, okay, that's exciting. All right, hey, we need to get you caught up with the news and what's going on. So we're going to take a top of the hour break. But our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And we have more of Bill Burgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Dr. Calvin Finch, Trace, uh, Jerry, and myself after this song. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, Trace mentioned rain, so I wanted to see and tell you what the forecast was. So uh, tonight, nothing, although Trace said he smelled some uh, rain kind of in the air. It had that smell. But tomorrow, partly cloudy. Let's see if it tells me a time with 50% chance of showers after 1 p.m., so maybe we'll see them. Uh, 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms tomorrow night. 80% 80% chance of showers on Monday, 60% chance Monday night, and then 70% chance of showers on a Tuesday, and um, 30% chance, wow, so Trace was right, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Thursday, slight chance, and 40% chance of showers, wow, that's odd, so, all right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210 210- 308-8867 and toll free it's 866-308-8867 the number to call to be a part of the show and um yep and uh, dr parsons is still uh, trying to help this man do acid loving plants but i don't think he's winning this argument but uh yeah the um lots of things here at the nursery um Especially the Vincas. Uh, I've become a big fan of Vincas due to my success last year. And I tell you, if I can have success growing something, it means it was abused. I mean, it means it got sporadic water because I just, I don't. My shadow is not in the garden as often as enough as it needs to be. And uh, But the Vincas kept coming back and they kept tolerating them. So at 98 cents each in the uh, little uh, four-inch pot, uh, I'm going to get a couple tomorrow. Uh, but I'm going to get some of that purslane today. And um, and uh, get those planted. All right, 210-308-8867, the number to call. Again, 210-308-8867. And toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to, uh, to call. Oh, did she see your thing? Oh, did she see? We're on the air. Did she see your presentation? Yes, she, she's All one right. of the, it's her, one of, her landscape was one of, one oh, was it really? Yeah. All you right. want to be on the radio? You want to talk about your landscape? She says no. You're it's worn, easy. You're worn out after. Yeah, she had 300 people watching the video. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And Calvin did an okay job? Okay, thumbs up for Calvin. All right, way to go. When he wasn't making faces at people, apparently. Oh, good. Okay, yeah, that was a challenge. I know, that was... 
So that was that was technical things they had to overcome. So that's great. Well, congratulations on having what made your yard special. Lots of color. Okay, cool. Oh, she doesn't want to be on the air. Okay. All righty. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks for coming by and saying that. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. All right. Were you ready to tell us what's going on? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no? Okay. Well, nothing. Can, can you, can you give us... Can you give us a, a 25-minute summary, Jerry? No, okay. Well, you take take care, man. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. So give us a call and tell us what's going on. Yeah, he has a problem that you've talked about before. Are those your glasses? Oh, good. Okay. You're so little, Jerry. Huh? <laughs> All right. Yeah, he was trying to acidify soil, huh? And, uh, and I think he has the same problem that a lot of folks have, yeah, which is right. it's difficult to believe. They don't believe it. They don't yeah. believe they can't do it. Yeah. And he's he's eighty nine years old. So wow, he's so, older than we are. Yeah, and uh, he wasn't buying that. No, that he couldn't. I told him the Shreve story and the pound of sulfur per square foot, and uh, he wouldn't have any part of it. So wh- he wanted to go peonies. And, oh uh, no! Oh. <laughs> well, peon. Peonies are, are worthy of growing, but good luck. And he couldn't, <laughs> Here. couldn't understand why they said on the Internet yeah. they would go in different soil, different kinds of soil. Uh. Well, do you remember, Jerry, when we try, tried to grow those? It must have been 12 or 15 years ago. <laughs> there, there's a tech, there's a, a basically a native peony that... Uh, yeah. Survives for about two years here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but see, my I, your your heritage has a lot to do with. It. So, where is he from? I heard oh, you asking that. My grandmother in Tennessee, right on my mother's side, always had peonies in the backyard, and of course, when they had they had blooms this big, yeah, huge I, bloom. Uh, of course, she would call her little grandson over. Okay. To give him a peony. Now we'll take it on. Did she call them peonies? Or peonies? Huh? Did she, what did she call them? Peonies? Peonies, yeah. Ah, we called them peonies. Well, (laughs) maybe Uh, she did too. Tomato, tomato. I had an, I had an, my aunt Sylvia, who was (laughs) a a master peony uh, grower too, and that was, we, we plan on go spending the, the weekend over there on the prime peony season. <laughs> See, Ka- Calvin and I have been preconditioned to like peonies. Oh, yeah. gosh, they're beautiful. Have you tried oh, to peony, grow them? whatever you want to And call. you've tried to grow them, too? No, uh, like Calvin said, <laughs> you, and that and uh, lilac. Oh. Everybody yeah. from the north, I asked this guy, where are you from? Where was he you from? You know, I said, are you from Mississippi, Alabama? This is when he was trying Tennessee, to grow. Where the soil is acidic. Maybe East Texas. And uh, he said, no, but he, he was in the military, I think. And he uh, traveled a lot. And he takes trips to see the azaleas and peonies and uh, everything else every summer. Hmm. I mean, every spring. And uh, 
<laughs> I couldn't. I could say, but they're not the same soil that we're in. Yeah. Our soil are exactly opposite from where the peonies and the soil is soil, Jerry. Yeah. That, and I he mean, was he that's was a common say, attitude. Yeah. He was saying that he was gonna acidify the soil. Yeah, that's what. And I kept saying over and over, you cannot acidify the soil. You have to grow it in containers and use a a commercial potting mix, preferably with sphagnum peat, like we do the blueberry. No, I know. He wouldn't. He wouldn't go for did it. You, you were remarkably patient. Yeah, you were. Did I? Did he? Did you Being tell older my, myself, I am. Very mm-hmm. I, I would have people. probably asked if he'd go get me a cup of coffee or something. <laughs> Oh, right. man. Yeah. We always came back to he was going to the father. And I would always come like, back. You ain't going to well, do it. And that you, I heard you had some good ideas. You talked about planting the container in the yeah. soil. Yeah. So planting them in a container, acidifying the soil. That's all you can do here. Yeah. And that, that worked with my August Beauty Gardenia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so That would be exactly the same thing. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. Some mm-hmm. of our com- commercial enterprises uh they would start thinking that they could uh acidify the soil too and mm. they, they, uh, <laughs> finally as a last resort would end up trying to do the container thing in which the uh, roots would grow out of the bottom of the container that's what trace said too, into the eventually. potting mix into the cotton root rot infected soil the uh, uh <laughs> the uh uh now, I will tell you, and this would be interesting if somebody wanted to call in on this, that uh, a friend of mine's grandmother, <laughs> who, who lived up in San Marcos, she is no longer with us, but she was considered the San Marcos peony queen. Is that right? She grew them there. When I said you couldn't grow them, he was like, she grew beautiful ones in San Marcos. So I don't know. <laughs> maybe if you've seen them up in San Marcos, maybe the is the soil any different in San Marcos? Well... Little Maybe bit. it is in certain places. Yeah, little bit. But you, if you uh, spend a lot of time concentrated on it, you could probably find at least four or five variations. That, oh, of the. But they were, you know, gosh, you know, if you look at Tennessee or Minnesota, there's 200 different kinds of peanuts. Mm. Oh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he would, and he would always say, he always said, I live on a caliche hill. Yeah, I know. I heard that too. Been... <laughs> and he he put so much. Uh, he he really tried. Oh he, yeah, uh, he, he, he 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 uh, renovated the soil or uh, right. uh, with uh, sulfur and iron product and fertilizer. And Trace did say that he thought. That y'all had agreed that probably what killed it was the yeah, salt. Yeah, salt, salt. Yeah, all those are salt. You know, when we recommend fertilizers, which are on sale, by the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> two for sixty yeah. uh, for the Millburgers. Yeah, for the Millburgers. We always talk about use it conservative uh, as the package to shut, and we put put fertilizer down on the lawn. Yeah. Not like my old daddy used to do it, because we had a Bermuda <laughs> lawn. He would go out there and broadcast with his hand. Okay. 
12, 12, 12. That's all we ever use. All right. Did That's that... the only fertilizer I knew existed. Did that work? Oh, yeah, on that Bermuda. Okay. Oh, yeah. But uh, when we're putting it on our St. Augustine's and things like that, we need to make a precise application, and that's why we talk about using spreader. Mm-hmm. Well, 12, 12, 12, when you talk about Tennessee on the, the uh, sandy soil without a lot, uh, much buffering, so that you, yeah. you, you get more impact. Oh, okay. The nutrients are more useful there. But I tried to tell him that uh, Osmico, yeah, he couldn't over-fertilize with that. No. So you won't burn your plants in the container. But you're still going to have the problem in the soil. Oh, I'm exhausted. You, you were. No, not yet. Uh, we're we're going to take a break in a second if you want to just. Have you got a stretcher to carry your me to the car? But that's. Uh, okay, so for uh, folks <laughs> who, who want to try to do this, and then we'll get off of it, who want to try to grow something that loves, that's acid loving, your suggestion is. Do it only in a container. Yeah. And then how do you get acid-like soil? By potting, potting mix that's a sphagnum base. Okay. And we have numerous types of potting mix here. Uh, what about mixing with the sphagnum peat? You can, you can do that. I think but, it, was, it was like half and half. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's better to start It's easy with, to start it just... Integrated. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, in the big containers is not the easiest thing to use. Oh, okay. No, yeah. All right. <laughs> you got well, it, Melza? Yeah, I got it now. So help okay. him out here. Just give him a chance to rest. Go, go to your happy, <laughs> happy place. Maybe do I'm, a little I'm, meditation. Uh, and, I'm, uh, I'm happy to see him. Uh, he was very patient. And yeah, the only thing you were asked to do was throw away something. <laughs> Poor Jerry was. <laughs> At yeah. least I didn't. Well, I did tell him to kiss it goodbye when he brought Came that up. dead plant. No, he was gonna. Well, now did he did he want to plant that again? Was he no, hoping? Oh, he he understood he, it. Was he good. had savvy. Okay. And the neat thing about it was he had a he had planted a grapefruit tree. That for ten yeah. twelve years. Oh no. It uh, it gave them a lot. Gave them a lot of grapefruit. Did it get hit in the freeze? And uh, it don't anymore. Yeah, this because the freeze. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man, this, that's was, sad. this was a tough year on grapefruit. Yeah, right? <laughs> people really love their citrus. I mean, it and, means a lot to them. And so, and I, and I told him uh, that we would have our probably grapefruit in and all our other citrus trees in in early fall. And uh, and he says, well, I'm not planting this grapefruit tree for me. I'm planting it for my grandkids. Okay, that's sweet. The people that, he said, I'll probably never eat any grapefruit off this tree that I'm. Especially but, uh, they will medication. Have. Yeah, they will have. Right. And, and uh, <laughs> I want to tell him, <laughs> plant something that, might make it, you know, like yeah. a Satsuma. But I didn't want to get in it. I was out of juice, Melvin. I know. You you worked hard. So let him plant his grapefruit tree, and it seemed to have done well in, in, his, in his location. Yeah, I think of everything, 
a man came by and was asking. He didn't say what it was, what, what died, but he was disappointed. They said, everything else in my yard lived except the shrubs that were planted along. So Calvin turned him on to the holly. And, um, <laughs> did he ask what kind of, did you ask what kind of shrub did he have? I did. He said he didn't know. He said it wasn't very, uh, it wasn't very pretty anyway. I didn't like it. Pitiful. You, you think? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What everybody plants over and over and over and over and over again. But I think that the, at least in one of the most disappointments from gardeners is the, the loss of their citrus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like I said, what amazed me is the minute that that freeze was over, they were back in here buying citrus. Yeah, that was the first thing. <laughs> you know, you're right. You're absolutely right. You would think that that would uh, turn them off. But people want to grow citrus. And the Sagos did better than expected. The uh, Bird of Paradise, uh, yeah, I'm so Poinciana, did better than expected. I'm so glad the people didn't pull them up like you said. I did not say that. Listeners, listeners to the show know that. No, Neil Sperry even take, took it. I don't care. I'm not. I don't, I, <laughs> the Neil Sperry can break their hearts like he broke that heart of that poor woman. All I want is his plan to come back. Kiss it goodbye. <laughs> Humiliate it first, and then just kiss it goodbye. And don't forget, I said, get pictures that you had from last year. That's right. You did say that. I'm trying to give them some Some hope, yes. Hey, uh, i tell you one thing that hadn't come back. Bottle brush. Oh. And guess what? We have dwarf bottle brush, Little John, on sale. Attracts butterflies, hummingbirds, and everything. Regular number three pot. Regular twenty four ninety nine, right? On sale for twenty two eighty eight. That's about a seven dollar deal. Or if you really want a deal, two for forty dollars. Yeah. So yeah, if you lost your bottle brush, good time to head on over to Melbourne. Yeah, it's not thirty nine ninety nine. It's forty dollars. Two for forty. Right. I'm proud of Trace for this. <laughs> All right, we need to take a break. While we do, we'll let Jerry kind of gather his thoughts together. Oh, he seems geez. like he's doing better now. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Milberger's. You just got that stare. Uh, more coming up in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Al playing uh, birthday bumpers. It's uh, Cindy Lauper's birthday, uh, June twenty second, nineteen fifty three. 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your world. Uh, we still have not gotten a single call for cantaloupe cobbler. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, I think Trace. I hate to disappoint Trace. I've never heard Trace. that either. No, but I'm gonna look at the ice cream. I bet you can do the ice cream. Uh, you can, so let's see what we kind, kind of, of a mock ice had. cream. We've had there's apricot, oh, and uh, cher- a cherry kind mm. of color. Oh, yeah. uh, apple, yeah, an apple cobbler. Yeah, but yeah, let me tell you about quickly about uh, the folks over at Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. Again, I think the proof is in the picture. So go to his website, deckandpatiocare.com. And Barry's fond of saying, you know, it really can look new again, giving you hope that 
you know, you don't have to get a whole new deck. You can just, uh, help, he can help you look, make it look new again. Uh, and uh, deckandpatiocare.com shows you pictures of that. On the left-hand side is a gray deck. It looks moldy and yucky. On the right-hand side is it after the uh, treatment, and it's brown and deep and rich colors. That's deckandpatiocare.com. Pebble stone cleaning, and uh, if you've got a driveway, fence treatments, uh, deck repair and construction, deck cleaning and sealing. All but Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147 or deckandpatiocare.com. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. I haven't mentioned this <laughs> tropical bird of paradise. Yeah. That they have on sale was thirty nine ninety nine. Almost forty dollars, and it's an it's a number five spot. Okay, that's bigger in. Yes, formerly a five gallon. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> On sale for twenty eight eighty eight, mm-hmm. or, or two for fifty dollars. Yeah. Now one thing about now this is the uh, the tropical bird of paradise is not uh, like our bush growing out beside the house bird that we call bird of paradise. I mean, uh, Prada Barbada. Right. A lot of people call that bird apparently. But uh, this is the one that you see in flower arrangements. Mm-hmm. And if you That's ever good... go, if you ever go to Hawaii, you see them all over Hawaii. Hmm. That's because they're extremely cold sensitive. Oh, okay. So uh, you have to grow this thing in a container. And uh, from what I've seen, uh. They have to be almost pot-bound before they start blooming. Oh, really? Yeah, Trace was talking about it, and 40 degrees was the base base that it needs to stay above 40 degrees. For a tropical bird of paradise? That's what he said, (laughs) based on his experience. Uh, And uh, he he mentioned that uh, root-bound, too, was necessary. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the way I've got my experience with them was uh mr bill peterson that uh started the nursery that transplant get by the, uh we get all our transplants from tomato varieties and everything loved those things and he all yeah i had one on a great bit in a great big uh pot and uh plat- plastic pot which they would use a forklift to put in the greenhouse every year when it fro- when it got cold, and uh, it was pot bound. I mean, you couldn't stick your finger in the potting mix anywhere on that large container because it was full of plants. And if you see them in Hawaii, they are kind of grown in clumps too. Mm-hmm. I get. I've never been to Hawaii. Anyway, oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, his would bloom. I mean, those were that would bloom, and he kept the thing for. 20 years, I know of. I don't know if they still got it or not, but uh, they might have got tired of it. We used to have them in New Orleans. Did you? Yeah, just in the ground. The one looked like a bird? Mm-hmm. bird mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. That New Orleans, until the, the floods came. The soil's they cannot be flooded. Oh, okay. <laughs> like in New Orleans. Okay. So... Uh, 
There we go. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Kevin got on today's article about dress up lawn with these grasses. And he's not talking about Raleigh or, oh. or any of the St. Augustine. He's talking about the ornamental grass. And they've got a pretty picture of a, of a lot. Laropi makes an excellent ground cover in shady San Antonio landscape. Let's see. Is that the, is that the one uh, Neil Perry likes because you can can rake out the leaves between them? This looks like a pretty thick planting. I don't know. I bet that, that, but that's... You transplant it and it's start a monkey. Start that, a, that's not the same thing in monkey grass, is it? No, monkey grass is a shorter version of it. Mondo, in the, in that article, I think they call it mondo grass. Yeah. Uh, I found out uh, today, too, that the uh, article that they do in the uh, web, in the Express News web, is different than the article here. They have they had seven photos of every single plant mentioned in the in the article. Oh my goodness! That's yeah, nice. I had a I had a reader uh, send an email saying, "I don't think that's uh, Lindheimer uh, grass." <laughs> that photo, and I said, "I don't even see a, a photo of uh, identified as Lindheimer." Uh, <laughs> and then, then he sent me the. Uh, copy that was in the web yeah, the website, yeah. and it, it is, in fact, I agree with him uh, that it, it's the uh, golf, the, uh, the golf, uh, what is the Lindheimer? Uh, muley? Muley grass. Yeah, oh, okay. This is golf muley, and, and that's the one with the pink, the pink top, which is a really, uh, both of those muley grasses are, are excellent uh, landscape plants. Yeah, with your article on the inside uh, on page SA Life E7, uh, they've got a picture of pampas grass. And also purple mountain grass. <laughs> and the the caption under that, that Calvin must have written it. That uh -oh. Pampas grass is beautiful in function, but its stems are sturdy and sharp. Is that an understatement? He just keeps bringing up that sharp. Yeah, he really was impressed it, by that. It's kind of like some, somebody that has pruned pampas grass. Well, I brought it up. Oh. When it's cut me, too. I also brought, brought up the, uh, I think it was still in the article about, uh, I saw a truck get hung up on the <laughs> pampas grass one time. Because, mm. yeah, uh, you know, it, uh, if it's been in the ground for a few years, it gets real pretty stiff and sturdy what's that yeah interesting yeah <laughs> so, yeah trace they they are you, you familiar with it no oh, okay do you say still you still sell pampas grass or you can't find it a uh, dwarf pampas grass oh good what's yeah. it how did it compare to the six, standard six inch versus ten inch it's what six foot tall versus ten foot tall oh okay that's nice is it still sharp? It, it looks like a bower vine, almost. No, which, I don't I do, know. which I do have bower vine. I think. Okay, but is that is the uh, dwarf the six footer? Is it still sharp? Is uh, oh yeah. No. <laughs> you've got. Uh, have, do you have purple fountain grass 
too? I do. I also have a few Princess Carolina, or Caroline, excuse me, left. I think only three or four of those. And what is the difference on them and the color compared to the purple? They're all, they're all basically the same burgundyish color, but uh, the purple fountain grass is almost always going to freeze dead. Yeah. Yeah. The Princess Caroline is a intermediate, so most years it freezes to the ground, come back out again, but it still gets like six, eight feet tall. Yeah. And then you already know about the napier, so uh, much larger. I used to. Uh, I, sold the, I sold some this morning in replacement of pampas grass. Yeah. Yeah, we saw some going on. I, I used to grow uh, the purple fountain grass, and I would just take a shovel and scoop up the part of the roots in the top and put it in the greenhouse. Not even, not, you know, just kind of clump it, put it on top yeah. of a container. Yeah, didn't, you didn't have to be too fussy about it. And in, 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 this, in April, you just re put a plant In this outside. day and age, people would rather just buy a new one. Oh, that one will. At least I hope they do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, a little known, and I don't think Kevin mentions it in his article. Hmm. If you've got pampas grass and are sick of it, want to get rid of it, Good luck. Uh, you can you cut it back, and Calvin will come out there and dig it for you. Yeah, not a chance. No, <laughs> <laughs> as long as you get those sharp, apparently sharp leaves, as long as he's complaining. Apparently, about. we found out that 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 once that offer was a one-time deal that is now expired. It's a, it's a little bit like bamboo. It's yeah, like when you get get tired of it in your landscape, it's time to go buy a new property. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Or you can burn it. Oh, you can't burn in the city, can you? No. But accidents happen, Milton. Houses burn all the time. That's probably why you can't burn in the city. <laughs> that may be why. But uh, anyway. I'm hoping Jerry has, uses uh, the city trash, not a burn pile in this backyard. Uh, I'm hoping. <laughs> well, uh, with that much pampas grass, you know, that's a lot of... Uh, what I'm worried about is putting all that in the landfill. When a, when a match can take care of everything. Yeah, but it'll decompose to next to nothing when it does decompose. And we were driving out through Hondo, um, and mm-hmm. I saw smoke, and my wife was like, oh, my God, there's something on fire. I said, honey. Yeah, we're just in a different. They're, they're just using a burn pile. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I saw a lot of that in Alabama, too. <laughs> that was surprising. They, You'd see these, uh, and this is what they explained they did. So they'd have lots, you know, so the neighborhood is still being developed they live in. So there's, there's a home, a home, an empty lot. But the empty lot is not empty. It is full of tall trees. And so when you buy the lot, you, I, they said they, they come in and they take, you know, if there's a pine, if there's stuff like that, they take them out. The rest of it they just put in a big pile and burn. They're out in the country. And we saw a couple of those uh, <laughs> Burning wood piles. Do you still have some of those Juwan, uh, Juanita, Juanita, uh, Bougainvillea? I have maybe seventy-five of them. We we left them on sale. They're not in our ad, but they still okay. are on the sale. Oh, price. that's good. Calvin writes: Bougainvilleas bloom best when they are root-bound and are allowed to dry out between watering. That's that's a Milton made plant. That's a plant made for Milton. I dry them out all the time. Yeah. So. So guess, guess what happened to the bougainvillea industry that three weeks worth of rain that we had? Uh-oh. Oh, no. Killed them? Uh, they're not dead, but they're 
pretty close. So our, our main supplier in one day got eight inches of rain. Oh, and he grows Lord. stuff outside. So I could only imagine that water was almost to the lip of those pots. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's going to be a process before bougainvilleas become available in any kind of quantity again. That's a shame. You remember? They grow bougainvilleas. Good bougainvilleas. Yeah. Remember? That, they're uh, the ones that that uh, oh so red, that uh, mm, patented oh, red yeah, variety. Oh, pretty. I don't know. It was a lot of years ago when we had all the big green and the Sunisa. Did the same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah they got the ones that were in containers <laughs> were uh, the roots rotted. Were they blooming first? I I, I didn't even uh. make a note of that <laughs> for, for Milton's research yeah. project. They were dying first. Is that what you're at? And so the ones you, in the ground too. They didn't have to be in containers. Your so your weather forecast, by the way, was spot on. Tomorrow, I don't know about today. I think you're you were changing yours to today, but. Tomorrow, 50% chance of rain after 1 p.m. You're doing that for 50% chance? Yeah. Oh, boy, you're, I don't believe you, you've gotten spoiled. As long as it holds off till five, after 5, after I'm five. okay with it. Okay. And Good point. I always make the joke, it can rain all at once as long as it happens that's, at night. That's right. <laughs> See, so Monday night, 50, we won't even tell you during the day. Monday during the day. It won't rain during the day. I know. After 5. There is a 50% chance of showers Tuesday, a 30% chance of showers after 5 on Tuesday. Well, no, that is a chase of 6 on those days. We're oh, 6, I'm sorry, you're right, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's rain in the forecast all week. Yeah. Lowest is 20%. You know what's growing great in my yard? Big week. <laughs> no, those stupid hackberry saplings. <laughs> And uh, and in my yard too, Chinese pistach hmm. seedling. Ah. And yeah. in my yard also, Nandina seedling. So those of you who have hackberries growing <laughs> in your fence line, yeah, that is, that is one of the biggest harborers of a lot of insects that affect your plants. Yeah, leafhoppers specifically. Uh, no, they love hackberries, and then they move on to your stuff. So if you got them, <laughs> please cut them down. Please kill them. And save your plants and, the, and some headache in the long run. This is the first time I've ever seen a lady walking a cat at Millburg. Uh It's a little more common than you might think. Yeah, right. <laughs> is it, right? Yes. Where, where is it? It's a cat. The lady, she went, went back that way, but it was cat had spots on it. It's just not a normal cat. So I don't know. Anyway, well, we don't so, have chickens so, anymore, so we don't have to worry. Speaking so, of the hackberries, yeah. when I cut them, I'm going to do what Calvin says in This Week in the Garden. It says, use cut vine and stump killer to treat the pruning cut on unwanted seedlings that sprout immediately. Yes. Put it on there. Why is that? <laughs> so it can go down into the plant. Yep. Be taken plant, to the root. will suck it all up much quicker and better kill. So it's better. And now the first time you use this, you say, I'll remember where, those, where I cut all those off. Good luck. <laughs> but you will not. So what you do is have two people do it. Make it a team effort. One cuts and one paints immediately. That's amazing how more efficient that is. Oh, yeah. And uh, my son, who read the directions, 
<laughs> he was a painter. And I looked over. I always put a drop on the cut screen. And he was just painting painting a, a thin coat on that. Yes, liberally. <laughs> you, you only want to do it once, right? Yeah. So. Well, he he just put a brushed it over there. Yeah. Killed every one of them. But I scolded him about that. Jeremy, you're supposed to put a drop on it. You can't tell these kids anything. Hmm? Well, especially I'm, I'm when with they him. read the instructions. Uh, <laughs> I'm with him. Kill, kill them hackberries quick. Yeah. And they did. They never come back. But they are coming back now. Well, they come back from the seed that's been dropped right. repetitively. But those mm. guys are done. That's a, these active ingredients will translocate to the root system and kill the plant. Did, making uh, it unnecessary to cut the plant again. Let's, uh, let's remind everybody, too, though, the, we've got the, the product here, cut by stem filter. Yeah. But, and this is one of the most reasonably priced, and you can get a, no, any, yeah. any size you want, and it's easy to use, uh, and it goes a long way. If you follow the instructions where you just brush it on, you can... I feel bad now. Uh, I only have two sizes in stock. Uh, Oh, you I only got, got two sizes now. I got now. the little eight ounce thing that has the fingernail uh, polish applicator okay. on it, and then I got a pint. Mm-hmm. But I got a bunch of pints, but I have no quartz. But the price is uh, still reasonable. Yes, right? yeah. yes, definitely. It's a that's a good product. You want to yeah. try it? Even if you want to try it, try the small size, and uh, you'll be converted like we are. Yeah. Ortho yeah. used to make uh, an aerosol version of it. I really, yeah, that's, I really like you it. Were you telling shoot that through the fence and. I thought that was a good idea. Yeah, the problem with that was. Uh, All right, well, let's take a quick break while we do. Did you want to? Rose bender. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on nine thirty a.m. The answer. That's not loving me. Then all I gotta say. God didn't make this green apples. It don't rain in the Naples in the summertime. And there's no such thing as Dr. Seuss. And Disney welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Uh, more musical birthdays. That's O.C. Smith and Little Green Apples. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308. 8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. And the asparagus column's got a deal about squash. It says, what's eating the leaves of my zucchini squash? I looked on the backs and didn't find any eggs. <laughs> this damage is caused by a striped cucumber beetle. All right. And, and the peach, speaking of our peaches earlier, Oh, by the way, those of you who didn't tune in early, we yeah. got peaches out here at Millburgers, and they're seriously good. They're, uh, what did I say they were? Uh, harvesters. Hey, harvesters, yeah. which is a old record. Well, not old, but uh, back when I was, you and I were in there. Oh, used hang- to be recommended quite a bit. Hang on your thing for a second, because we got, James has got a hackberry question. Hang on to my thing? He's hang on to your story. Oh, okay. James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, just fine. I heard you all talking about hackberries. 
Yeah, I don't a, don't particularly like them. We got a system, Jerry. We go through and cut them about all oh, three foot tall, you know, and then we drag the brush and pile it up and burn it or whatever we need to do with it. And then when uh, when we get a little bit of extra time, we go back to those three foot stumps that are all down that fence line. And sometimes we got a weed eat around them, but sometimes we don't. And when once we get down to the bottom of that three foot stump, whether it's weed eated or not, we take that sawzall, and it's got a battery power on it, and you get a, a blade that's for for cutting wood, like timber, you know, logs and stuff. And then we cut them real close with that sawzall down low, and we'll either put uh, that herbicide you're talking about. Or maybe a cup of diesel on them, just depending on what we got. But we go through and cut them about three foot tall, drag the brush, handle the brush, do the brush thing, and then we come back on them to cut them all the way down and treat them. And that's the way we've been doing it for uh, about as long as I can remember. Since your grandpa did it. Well, it's... (laughs) If you cut if you cut them close, you'll be tripping over them, man. Just cut them by the maybe about three or four foot. Drag all that brush out of there. Get that out of the way, and then come back. So, on, you, so you don't you them. don't trip over those three footers? <laughs> no, I'm the, too short for the, that. But I always uh, don't cut them down. I always a run, run into the, the any any stub I have that's not ground level. That's I true. run into with the mower. <laughs> That's, That's when you're doing the fence line, but then you can you can come back on them uh, with the sawzall, and if you get that down in the rocks, it's not as bad as getting that steel uh, that three hundred and fifty dollar steel saw down in the rocks. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, it's a good idea. That's what we okay. do. Thanks for calling. Thanks, sir. Thanks, thanks, Jerry. That's good. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. As you were saying again, on the, <laughs> what were you saying? It uh, squash being eaten, uh, and it usually has a little hole, uh, little round holes in. Mm hmm. Uh, rather than something a uh, big worm or something, they usually eat great big holes. In it, but the uh, cucumber beetle and the, uh, the peach people get all upset. You, Every spring when they eat the blooms. You the usually peach. can see the cucumber beetles. So yeah. They're, they're, not, they're not the uh, kind that hide, yeah. <laughs> and he said uh, they can do major damage to foliage, flowers, and even rinds of the fruit in the very short order. Clean up the garden. There are insecticides labeled for them, but hopefully you could... Keep the pest in check without having to resort to them. I don't know. Yeah, the, the cucumber beetle, <laughs> they usually fly off when you're spraying, mm. spraying for them. Uh, you could use uh, something like malathion. Yes. Maybe maybe spinosad would take that. Quite, quite often they don't do as much damage as, as is described, but every once in a while they get kind of... Wild and crazy, and then then you have to deal with them with malathion or something. It's not yeah. like uh, leaf-footed bugs. Ah, those guys are all every every time you get near them, they are causing severe damage. Well, here's here goes Neil again. 
these two trees were hurt by the cold. He got a picture from mm. a list. Normally, of course, they put out their new leaves from the branches, from the branches, but uh, those appear to be have, to have been killed. Can I remove the dead branches yet? I believe you have Chinese tallow trees. <laughs> We've talked about this before. They were damaged in the uh, in the central Texas and killed in North Texas by the cold. <laughs> South Texas gardeners in South Texas have been encouraged not to grow them for a long while because they invade wetlands along streams. The old trunks of your trees are not going to produce new leaves. That's what I was trying to tell yeah. that fellow a while ago. Yeah, okay. You might as well have them taken out and kiss them goodbye. Is that what he said? said right here okay. in the paper. That surprises me. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I think he's had previous. Well, last week he had that. So, anyway, that's what's going on. Uh, there. Mm -hmm. We'll get to more of that tomorrow. And uh said <laughs> that uh, I got a, a deal back on May 1st. Talking okay. about May 1st. That during the Saturday, May 1st, 2021 show, Jerry was asking Milton the name of the female's voice on the computer that people communicate. Oh, don't read this. <laughs> what? You're going to make people angry. What? No, don't even say what. <laughs> You're on your own. Milton says it's best not to say because it could cause problems uh -huh. for people that have set it up too close to their radio speaker. Right. I yeah. totally agree with Milton. Now, this is from Dennis. I, I know. He never, never agrees with me. Please, under no circumstances should you yell out. Don't yell it out. The name. Okay. Order toilet paper. Yeah, because there's a funny story. That was... Uh, <laughs> this would not be a good thing to do because it could cause problems for some people. Remember, never yell the name right. and the order toilet paper. Tell why. <laughs> Again, I want to emphasize one yeah. more time that Milton was suggesting that you do not tell yell out that name. This Carpathia. Yeah. <laughs> the the are the. Uh, the Article below is an example of consequences of yelling this into the mic. Yeah, so we weren't yelling it. I mean, he was just doing it. was a preacher, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. He was talking about how uh, <laughs> society has become very easy. And yeah. He said the name of a, uh, a uh, smart device and uh, order toilet paper is all you have to do now. Uh. <laughs> and apparently a parishioner or a congregation member complained. That that's exactly what his did after the pastor's uh, presentation. He ordered to have forty dollars worth of toilet paper, something like that. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a lot of toilet paper. Package of sixty double rolls of yeah. Angel Salt Man. toilet paper cost twenty-seven forty-five. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I just wanted to give give him. I see. Uh, credit you. for backing you up, man. Thank you, Dennis. <laughs> And uh, in Neil's uh, 
weekly newsletter. Uh huh. Which is mainly for North Texas. Okay. He, he does sort of. He says tomatoes and pumpkins for your fall vegetable garden. In other words, now's the time to plant them. Stay with small, mid-sized varieties for best results. It may be hard to find tomato transplants. Just keep at it. And don't settle for leftover old plants from the springtime. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Now, uh, the reason he's, now he's talking about planting, because I, like Trey said a while ago, we won't have tomatoes for another, what, two or three weeks? Yeah, mid-July, so, yeah, about a month. About a month. And, uh... So I imagine in North Texas, where they don't have a, have a, a reliable transplant producer for vegetables in the fall. Oh, uh, he's talk, He may be talking about uh, planting seed, hmm. which you can do now, or can do early. Well, you can do before the transplants come and plant seed of tomato varieties that you want and that we might not have, and pumpkin. Uh, I don't recommend pumpkins in the fall. Uh, but uh, you can plant them from seed now. If, and we've got a write-up on plantanswers.com about uh, seeding plants from uh, planting seed, planting plants from seed. <laughs> and that, that was done by our irrigation guy that used to come by here all the time. I went out to his house, and he had uh, planted a succession seedling. Was that seedling. Drip, drip Steve? Drip or? Steve, Oh, yeah. good. He's moved now. But, oh, okay. So that's on plantanswers.com if you want to try it. But the problem is the hybrids that we sell here uh, are, are the seed are very expensive, and uh, there's not many in a seed packet. Mm. So uh, you're better off to have a professional transplant grower, like we have here in San Antonio, grow the varieties that you want to use and uh, pick them up here at Melbourne. I'll be the first to let y'all know when I got tomatoes. Okay, good. <laughs> I, might even, I might even text you, Milton. Okay. Wait hey, a minute. Yeah, so we can, uh, we can modify the ad. Boom, right there. Yep. The um, but speaking of ads, uh, don't forget on Wednesday go to millburgernursery.com and you can see the uh, uh, the online version yeah. of the uh, the or, ads or buy a newspaper. Yeah, and you can see all the things that'll be on sale. And Trey said it's going to be a huge list, huge. Absolutely. And guess what? I'm going to talk about tomorrow. What? My new Millburger newsletter. Newsletter, which I just just got. Well, also for, ju- um, for June or July. July. Yeah, that's what I thought. Did you love? Get the Express News article for today, and it's got all the ornamental grasses in there, including that uh, black stocking napier and uh, all, all, all right. the others. See you tomorrow on the... 9.30 a.m., The Answer, KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. Conservative talk that you can count on. This is 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Breaking news.